You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox, your host. Appreciate you joining me. It is a Thursday. And uh, thank you as we continue through the week here on Locked On Horn Frogs. Wanted to start today with some football talk. And then in segment two, uh, we'll hear a little bit from Ennis Gaines, who is making waves at Packers camp, trying to make the team there, former TCU safety. So we'll uh, hear from him in segment two. But right now, wanted to talk some football. And specifically, uh, I got the chance to chat with Josh Neighbors on Wednesday night. I might let you hear some of that conversation on Friday, kind of waiting on him. It's his show, so I'm going to wait on him to, to post that first. But uh, Josh and I were, were discussing the big storylines around fall camp with TCU football. And, of course, with that, a lot of the conversation is centered around Max Duggan. Uh, and Josh has been honest that he thinks Max is middle to, you know, sort of back of the pack when it comes to Big 12 QBs. I'm more optimistic, but I obviously also think there's some questions. There's been some consistency issues. Some of that has been explained by poor play calling and um, a lack of reps, right? Like they missed spring ball last year because of COVID. He missed fall camp because of a a heart condition that was discovered during the, the COVID protocols. So this is the year, though, that you expect him to take a jump. And Josh asked me if he takes a jump or if he makes a jump and is a much better player this coming season, is it more about what Max is doing and what he improves on, or is it about um, the people around him that are getting better and the situation getting better? And I had to chew on that for a little while. I mean, yes, the answer is probably both, right? Uh, But we don't traffic in a lot of nuance in sports media. I do wonder, though, if you have to choose one, because I think, I look at it this way, and these are two very different QBs, so I'm not comparing their games necessarily. But you you go back to uh, a guy like Kenny Hill, who's now the TCU quarterback coach. First season he was a starter, wildly inconsistent, turned the ball over a lot, and... It didn't go well, you know. They were a six and six team, ended up six and seven. Lost that bowl game to Georgia, in the Liberty Bowl, I believe that was. The next season, while there were still a lot of people that criticized him, uh, he he dialed in and improved a ton. And a lot of that was based on they got back to running the football, and he just didn't make many mistakes. And he had some good receivers on that group, too. I mean, I think John Diars was, uh, at least in my mind, pretty underrated. Kevontae Turpin is obviously a firecracker. I mean, just an explosive player. But he improved, and I think his situation improved in his second year as a starter. And Max has dealt with, I guess technically he's had the same offensive coordinator, but philosophy sort of change with with Jerry Kill and Doug Meacham coming into the fold. We already talked about, you know, what what happened with him and 
the COVID-shortened season and missing some time there. If they can protect him, though, it, it, to me that's where it starts. Right, like He has good skill players. Zach Evans, uh, Kendra Miller at that running back position, and then on the outside we, we know that the receiving core is going to be good, or at least we presume it's going to be good, led by Quentin Johnston. Can you trust your offense to uh, run some complicated, slow-developing passing concepts? Do you have enough trust in your offensive line to block up front and allow your quarterback time to make those reads? And that's something we won't know until they hit the field. But they haven't been able to do that since he took over. Um, I think Max really struggles with accuracy at times. Now, he, he has a strong arm. I don't really feel like anybody doubts his arm strength. The accuracy hasn't been there. And part of that is probably timing. Uh, I, I think another thing I mentioned with him is when you don't throw a ball a lot, which they didn't do a ton of last year, especially in that stretch of you know three or four games like Tech, Kansas, even kind of going back to the Baylor game. They got that big lead, and then they just sort of sat on it and ran the ball. When you don't throw the ball a lot, every miss is magnified. So him missing Tate Barber wide up in the end zone against West Virginia, well, it was just one play. Because they didn't have any opportunities that day, it felt like just a disaster. And I feel like that's some of what we, we've dealt with with Max, too, is is just the fact that there's not, a, since there have been a lot of opportunities, when you do miss those opportunities, it's it's a bad situation. And that's something that they haven't been able to figure out. Um, but he's got to make some of those throws. I mean, there's throws that he's missed in his first few years of playing that are just inexcusable. Like, you have to, you have to find a way to make those completions. It's got to be done. And that's something he's going to have to figure out in this season. Uh, my daughter just woke up. Hey, Abby, how's it going? I'll, 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 I'll talk to you here in a minute. It's 5 in the morning. Kids are up. It's fantastic. It's locked on Horned Frogs. I'm Steven Simcox. I love you too, baby. Um, we'll come back. We'll hear a little bit of Ennis Gaines audio. That's coming up next. Uh, talking some Max Duggan, some quarterback situation, TCU football. This is Locked on Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast, your team every day. All right, Locked on Horn Frogs segment two. A cool story that's emerged from Packers camp is former TCU safety Ennis Gaines. Thump was his nickname. Um, really good player at TCU. Struggled with injuries at times but made things happen. And he spoke with the media earlier this week. It's about nine minutes. Great personality. It was fun to hear from him. And a really cool story. Uh, so here's some of Ennis Gaines from Packers Camp. What has this camp been like for you? You've obviously had some good moments, and, and you're fighting a good fight like everybody does to try and make this roster. How do you think it's gone for you? Uh, overall, it's just been a blessing to be here. You know, last year I was sitting out um, from the outside looking in, having to just do anything to make things ends meet. So being here with some of my old guys, old teammates and stuff, 
it was having make, having fun making plays is like what I've been wanting to do my whole life. So it was a dream come true every day, getting to walk into the building and keep working for what I want. How difficult was last year? Um, you had the knee, go on, go on draft, and nobody really launched because of the knee. Yeah, it was difficult. Uh, I, it was difficult in the mental part because I knew I, what kind of player I was, but I, always, I never had an injury bug to college, so it was like a lot going on at one time. Like my first injury was like an ACL. It was like out of anything, why I have to be an ACL? So I got back-to-back ACLs, and then so it was really hard just trying to find a good mental place to be, to keep working out, keep hanging out with family and stuff, keep my mind right, keep my hopes up, keep my dream alive, and then got the call, so it felt great. What'd you do other than rehabbing? What'd you do last year? Uh, besides rehabbing, I would just work out and do DoorDash to make money, make ends meet. Yeah, because you get your own schedule basically. Like you work when you want to work, so I'll work out and then get time to do DoorDash, do a couple hours of that, and do a couple hours in the evening, and then hang out with my family and stuff. So try to make things eat. So that was perfect, really, where you can work your own hours. So that was fine. Do you prefer this or DoorDash? Oh, yeah, football <laughs> football for sure, football for sure. I don't mind clocking in every day. That's, a, that's not an issue. Have you ever done that before, or is that just something you got an idea uh, of? Uh, I ain't never done it until I had to find something to do. I was like, I couldn't get like a normal job and still work out how I wanted to because any day you get the call for somebody to come work out. So I was like, I can't be the job working out and, and try to get work out and try to have family time. So I was like, whatever is the best way to get where I need my life going, so I had to figure out a way. And DoorDash, I seen it. Some of my friends were doing it, and they were telling me, like, you can still do it whenever you want to. You ain't got work every day. You can do it whenever you need it. And I was, did it. I did it every day still, but I did, like, three hours a day, like, twice. So, like, it wasn't that bad. And where was that? I was in Texas, Dallas area. So there was a play in Family Night, I think, where you got a nice hit. I can't remember. Someone out yeah. of the backfield, right? Yes, and that was probably one of the first tackles you made it wow, since 2019. So, so how did that feel, and, and what's your timing like um, for all of that, you know, coming back after such a Oh, time? man, uh, it was great, like, getting back out there, like, under the lights. That family night was, like, a big night for me, and it was, like, raining. I was like, of course it's going to rain the first day back. <laughs> but it was great to have a chance to get the, let the pads pop again. Once I got that first heat again, I had felt my body, you know, tingle in a little while. So when I felt that, I was like, oh, yeah, it's time to get ready, and I'm back. So it felt great. That was a great wake-up call for me. How's the competition been? It seems pretty fierce between, you know, three, four of you young guys. Yeah, I love competition. Competition is great. Uh, every day makes you bring out the best in you. So obviously learning from Jair, Smash, and Savage every day, getting little bits and pieces from them and then add it to my game and then stay focused every day, try to make myself better. It's been a breeze. have been any really much stress on me, like, Whatever happens is going to happen. So it's like, as long as I do my job right every day, that's, that's all I can control. Until Vernon went, you spent most of camp, you know, side by side with him. What was that like? Vernon, uh, I love playing with Vernon. I've been playing with Vernon since ninth grade. I mean, not ninth grade, freshman year of college. So been teammates for about six years now. So uh, every time I see Vernon to my right, I always feel like very confident. He, I know he has my back. I have his back. So it's been great seeing Vernon and guys like Ty and stuff. Have, it's been really fun. And when did you get cleared with the knee? And when you came here to meet with the Packers, had you had any other workouts at that point? Uh, I got cleared from my knee, like, maybe – I wasn't even – I don't think I was cleared for pro day of that year, but I was going to do, like, little things like 40 or something anyway just to show scouts that I'm working towards being fully cleared. So I didn't get cleared till probably that May no, – yeah, probably May. I'll say about May. May or June, I got cleared, and I got work. I didn't get any workouts, but the Packers gave me a workout on my birthday literally last year. 
So I got a workout. That was my first workout and only workout. And they told me they liked me a lot. And they said they would bring me back. And then obviously, you know, a lot of teams tell you they like you. So I was like, I keep going. They actually called me again. So I was, I was happy. Did you ever think, I mean, were you thinking football was still going to be an option for you? Oh, yeah, for, for sure. I was going to do anything, whatever it took to get back to, to this stage. I went to Karina, Canada. I would do anything just to show my skills because I, I know I have the skill set. I just had an unfortunate injury bug, and that took a lot took a lot out of me, but I for sure still got it, so I had to show everybody. So, so they worked you out in August. Your birthday's in August. August, yes, sir. They worked you out in August of, well, a year ago now. Yeah, so at this recent this game, my birthday, a year from, yeah, yeah and then crazy. Then, then you don't hear anything again until what, what was it? Uh, uh, about December, I say about December 28th, yeah. going into New Year's. And then I came out here right after New Year's to come sign. So it was basically a year from to the, year from this time was when I first got the call to come work out. Happy almost birthday, by the way. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, where do you think you can help out best on special teams coverage? I can help out anywhere they put me. I feel like I'm a great enough athlete to do this about anything they need me to do. There's a little bit of coaching will help me do anything. So that's all I need. Tell me what to do, teach me how to do it, and I'll get it done. This is a big week for, obviously, you and a lot of guys. How do you, how do you not let it become too big, you know? Uh, I just think about just playing football. Like, once I get out there, this is nothing, really. This is football, the same as you've been doing since high school. Just a bigger stage, obviously. But the pressure that comes and goes – like, once you're having fun out there, young, I don't even think about the pressure. I think about making plays, doing what I got to do, help the team win. So I really don't feel the pressure right now. Yeah, just to clarify, was it the same ACL both times for you? Yeah, it was the same ACL both times. The first time I came back in, like, six months to her get for my senior year, kind of rushed the process a little bit. So then that uh, probably led to my second injury of the same ACL. But I got a repair and restructure. And basically that year off gave me, like, a hidden blessing in disguise to get my body Right, again, like 10 pounds of muscle. Like, all, my leg, quads got bigger, knees stronger. It was, it was a best, basically, a, basically a blessing in disguise. You're obviously a really good football story coming back from that, but I have to ask a follow-up on the DoorDash thing. Did you have any, like, crazy stories or funny stories that you like to tell your friends about that, about those experiences? Anything that really was kind of odd that happened when you were doing that? Uh, People eat a lot. It's like that's what I learned. Regardless, they're gonna they're gonna buy their food. They're gonna pay for their food. It could be it could be any kind of weather, anything. They'll give you super tip just to bring the food. So that's one job that'll never go away. Like teaching police officers and DoorDash. They're gonna need those for sure. Are people cheap? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I learned that the hard way. I'm like, God, I'm gonna start tipping more when I get when I pay people. I'm like, it's, it sucks not getting tipped and stuff. Last, like like you should be. So I like whenever I get a DoorDash or anything, now I make sure I tip a guy good, like five ten dollars at least, because I know how I was when I was doing it. You're hoping to get a good tip, and sometimes people don't even tip you. So yes, like, you know, we, we normally would be in the locker room and we'd see you around more and see how you interact. This is our first exposure to yeah. you, and your personality comes right through, right? Yes, how do you feel like you've kind of fit in with the guy? You got a couple of TCU guys here, yeah. but like. I can see a lot of guys enjoying being around you based on our yeah, exposure. Basically, one of the youngest guys here besides the rookies. I turned 23, so I'm always bringing the energy, always. I'm always happy to be here. Like, it can be any kind of day. People be gloomy. I'm like, dude, we here. We're playing for the Packers, bro. Turn up. Like, it's fun. So every day I just bring the energy, and I have a lot, I became good friends with the older guys, just hanging out with them after practice and stuff, just getting to know them, their stories and stuff. A lot of guys have their own stories that are crazy, so we find similarities and stuff. So that's been. The best part really is making new friends outside the friends of Tippa, 
uh, Ty, Vernon, I knew all those guys already coming in here. Reggie from the same city. So, yeah, I knew a couple guys before I came here. So they have the, we've heard a lot about the vet DBs making, I guess, maybe you and Eric and Shamar go on these snack runs. Have you been part of that? Too? Oh, I've been on the, uh, the freeway. I've been doing the bringing the waters and the Gatorades and carrying the pads. I, I didn't get paid yet, so I have been buying any snacks. <laughs> I told I got them once I get on the 53, then I'll bring plenty of snacks. But right now I need to save my coins. <laughs> That's former uh, TCU and now Packers safety Ennis Gaines from delivering DoorDash meals to people to uh, getting into a camp. And, man, I really hope he makes a 53-man roster. I think it's a good sign that he's getting this much attention that he'll land somewhere, but hope he ends up on the 53 and uh, gets paid so he can start making those snack runs. This has been the Locked on Horn Frogs. Uh, your daily TCU podcast, your team every day.